0: Suvas Yud Mishnah ten five and more about how we settle competing claims for a Ksuba to be paid out to multiple women. First part of a Mishnah is actually old news. It says Nasi Arba Nashim. Mm-hmm. If a man had been married to four different women, vimes, and that man dies, Harishono lishnia. The claim of the first wife, meaning first chronologically, she she has the first dated Ksuba, so her claim is Kodemish Lishniah, meaning her claim to be paid out, her lien on his real assets, proceeds, is senior to the second woman. is same goes for the second woman, chronologically, her suba claim is senior to the third woman, Ushlishas the revius the third to the, is senior to the fourth. So that means, that if there's not enough money to go around, it's divided out in order of seniority, first the first wife gets paid out in full, then the second wife gets paid out in full, then the third in full, and finally the fourth in full. Now, the next part of the mission says wait a second. What happens if there isn't necessarily enough to be paid out? So, we're going to say that under various situations, certain scenarios, a woman who's not getting paid out in full can demand that the woman immediately senior to her take a shvuah and swear that she is entitled to what she's taking. Because this makes all the difference to the woman who's forcing the shvuah because if the woman immediately seen it to her it gets paid, then there's zana enough for her to get paid, whereas if she admits that she's not entitled to take what she's taking, that would directly end up leaving more assets to end up into this this junior woman's pocket. So, you'll recall that under normal circumstances, when women are claiming from um, the heirs, they have to take a shvua, they're entitled to their piece, and they weren't paid ahead of time anyways, but there are certain scenarios in which such a shvu would not be required. Okay so there's different sheets is exactly and they show them what those scenarios might be um, certainly um, Rashi learns that it only applies to Yasom who are minors um, others learn even adults but there could be a scenario where let's say for example the fa- there were no children let's say or the father agreed to waive any requirements takes as a shvur so. whatever the case is the point of information is in a scenario where the women are not forced by the courts to take a shvua prior to collecting their kasubah, if there's not enough money to go around, the woman immediately junior to her, who's not going to get a full payout, can force the woman immediately senior to her to take a shvua before collecting. And the point is that the shvua makes all the difference again, because although we don't usually make... People can't just force other people to take shvua. Um To take a shvua and oath in court is heavy duty, um, and we don't want people to take false oaths. Certainly, that would that's one of the severe severe of errors in the Torah, but the point is if a woman's going to lose out immediately by not getting paid, she can force a woman who's taking what otherwise would have been hers, to take a Shavua first, and that's what the Mishnah says over here, it says Harishona Nishbis Lishnia, the first woman, let's say there are four women, we'll call them, you know, one, two, three, four, so woman one can be forced to swear to woman two prior for prior to woman one collecting her Ksuba, so the idea is something like this Let's say all four women in this scenario have a ksuba. Their payout is 200 zuz. Let's say that this, every field in town is worth exactly 200 zuz. Let's say that this husband, who's now died, had just one field. to Keep things simple. So he only has one field that would pay just one ksuba. If that's the case, so by woman one collecting on her ksuba, getting her field, that means woman two gets nothing. The point of her mission, therefore, is that woman two can force her to take a shvua, if she hasn't already taken a shvua for some other reason, um, before collecting, because that's uh, the that's all the defense a poor woman two can make can have, um, and failing that, you know, if woman one makes her shvua, then woman two gets nothing. Since woman three and four are simply like not relevant to the equation here, they're not getting paid anyways, so they could not force woman one to make a shvua. Okay, now if the scenario is something like they had one field, woman one was going to take it. Woman two forced her to take a shvua. woman one makes a shvua and collects her field, now woman two is left with nothing. But if then sort of like, you know, miraculously another field is discovered that was owned by the husband, so now like the process can repeat itself. Whereby now the third woman can force the second wife to take a shvua before the second wife collects that second field. So that's what it says here. the and same goes Ushlishus the Ravias. Same goes, well, if there were just the, woman, the, the the fourth woman could never force the third woman to take a shvua, but if they found, after the second woman collected, they found another field, and that's now headed to the third woman, so again, the same kind of situation plays out, where the fourth woman can force the third woman to take a shvua before she takes her third field. In contrast, the fourth woman, if she's getting paid out, even if that exhausts the entire estate, she can now get paid out without having to take a shvua to anybody. This assumes, of course, there are no usomim who need to be, who are claiming, who need to get shvuah given to, and, and there's also no other creditors. If there be, besides for the fourth woman, there be, let's say, a junior lender, some other creditor who like has an IOU out, so then he could force her to take a shvuah before she collects, because again, same idea, by her taking what's on hers, that would leave him with nothing. But if there's no such person, the point here is that the fourth woman, since there's nobody else who's getting messed up by her collecting, can't be forced to take a shvuah. She takes it and she takes the stuff. That's available to her to satisfy her so without making any shvur. Now, Ben Nanas is going to disagree. And Ben Nanas' reason for disagreeing is not immediately evident. Ben Nanas holds that in a scenario where a person gets paid out on their obligation, the creditor, or in this case, the exuba holder, once they're paid out, so then the fact that they were junior to someone else's claim doesn't make a difference. So, just for example, let's say. The four women get four fields, and then it turns out that one of the four fields actually didn't belong to the husband after all. Let's say he stole it. Okay? So now, let's say that was, you know, woman number two ended up with that field. So according to Bananas, woman number two has no, no recourse. She can't go to woman number three or four and say, listen, my claim is senior to yours, my Xuba predates yours, the field you got really belongs to me. Benanas says, no, you cannot do that. Once they've gotten it, they've gotten it. And since they had a legitimate claim, they had a Xuba also. You cannot take it from their hands once they've taken possession. That being the case, in a scenario where, in the way that the bartholomew learns, like Rashi, a scenario where it's known that there's something fishy going on here, and one of the one of the first three women are getting a field which you know may end up being snatched away from them because like, there's a, they, it's known that the husband did seal a field. We just know which field it was, let's say. So then those women can say, listen, before woman number four gets her field, she needs to take a shvua that she wasn't paid on ahead of time. Because why? Because once she gets her field, she won't have to give it up later on. And if it turns out, let's say that woman number two has her field that she was she received as payment for aksuba, that gets stripped away from her because, let's say, for example, it wasn't her her husband's after all. He stole it, let's say. So now woman number two will have no recourse to anybody because the other fields have been already given away. Therefore, before we give it away to woman number four, and same as three and two, everyone, they have to take shvua. or so woman four has to take a shvua. Even a woman four who has no one who's, who's a junior to her has to take a shvua to make sure she doesn't get it because once she gets it, we can't take it away from her. That's Ben-Nanas' opinion. That's what he says here. Ben-Nanas says, Ben-Nanas'omer, V'chi mipnei shehi achrona niskara. doesn't make sense that just because she is the last one, the most junior creditor, to state she should profit and be able to like luck out by getting a field without having to swear about it because then she could keep it forever. Right? Afhi lo separa says Rabbananus. Even she cannot collect her field as payment of her k'suba without first taking a shvuah that she is entitled to without having paid ahead of time because once she gets it, the other woman, like say another woman too, in my example before, can never reclaim it from her. The Chacham disagree with that, Tanakama. The Tanakama says, listen, if woman number two's ksuba predates woman number four, which it does by definition, so then woman number two has a senior claim and a senior lien and can always strip that field away. So even though we gave the field to woman number four, thinking everything was a-okay, but if it turns out that Woman number two's field wasn't hers, so therefore her claim has not been settled. Woman number two can then go to woman number four, or three for that matter, and say, Listen, the field you have is not really yours, it's mine because my claim was senior to yours. So, since that's the case, there's no need, says the Tanakama, to make woman number four take a shvur. Whereas Bananasu says that it can be stripped from her later on, sorry, cannot be stripped from her later on, requires her to take a shvur now. Now, mission continues on like a new paragraph. If it turns out that all four of the women in our Mishnah, let's say, were all married on the same day, so then, assuming that the time of day at which each one got married is also listed in their k'suba, so then even though the day is the same, Whoever has got the earlier date, or the earlier time on the same date, on her ksuba, she is the one who has senior claim relative to her co-wife, who has a later time on her ksuba. And therefore, that's the order. She'll be a senior, she'll have a senior claim, and she gets paid out first. The And it's really for that very reason that um, in Jerusalem, the custom was that when they wrote a ksuba, they didn't just write such and such a day, like we do nowadays, but also said such and such a time. So we can actually have a like a, a, a time, a timestamp to know whose claim is senior to whose if there are multiple um, creditors claiming a, a contract dated on the same date. Okay. Haikul nyotos Now, if there wasn't any date put on it at all, oh, excuse me, any time put on it at all, just the date, or if they all had the same time on the same date, so therefore, you know, no one's seen it to anybody else. It could happen. Either it could happen because they were just lazy, or it could happen because um, they engin- they engineered it as such. You know, the husband could say, you know, at the strike of you know one fifty seven, you all will be you know married to me, or whatever it is, or when I jump up and down, you'll all be married to me, whatever the situation is. So then he could engineer it to take effect at the same time for all of them. So then the elamana, if there's not enough money to go around. It's just a hundred, let's say, and the hundred is it's used as an example because every ksuba is at least a hundred, which means all four of the women who have the same date on their and time as all the other women, so they all have equal claim to that same hundred. And since it's just a hundred that's available, and all their ksubas must necessarily be at least a hundred, that's the minimum ksuba possible. So therefore they're all asking for all of it. So we don't have to come into the problems of like the previous Mishnah with the the you know competing claims of different amounts. So therefore, since they're all asking for it, it's like the first case of the previous Mishnah, they all want all of it, so therefore the din is they all divide it equally. So in the example we have here, if there's just a hundred to go around, there are four women, all with subas of the same date on it, or even the same time for that matter. So then that hundred is divided equally four ways, every woman getting 25.